0: From the blue-green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the NRV,
1: AM HodgePodge is on the air.
0: Here are your hosts, Keith Weltons and Mark Tapp. All right, New River Valley, this is Mark Tapp with Keith Weltons, and you're listening to AM HodgePodge. Yeah. Good morning.
1: Good morning. You did a pretty good job. You said I was supposed to ring you back in. I was going to let that go for a little bit longer.
0: (laughs) I'm flying blind
1: today. I know. You're earless. We've had this conversation before, which is, you know, as you get older, would you, if you had to lose one and one of them was going to happen slowly— would you be more willing to sacrifice your hearing or more willing to sacrifice your eyesight? Yeah. So today you had to sacrifice the hearing. Yeah and you see you functioned fine. Well, it it feels weird. It does.
0: It feels really weird. And and to that point I think I am actually slowly losing my hearing. What? Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> no but it, and it's it's one of those things we've we've like i said we've had that conversation before but um i don't think so we have we have guests and i'm gonna just ask him really this. a good good show yeah you know, so i'm gonna ask him just really quick do you like 80s rock
0: love 80s rock
1: yeah do you like 90s rock
0: uh s- early steal, the, steal er- some blending stuff yeah and early
1: rock. 90s do you know who that was that song that that group who was playing at the end do you, do you even know the name of the group or the name of the song?
0: Should I play it again? Play it let's again. see if I can get
1: back in there. Just let's just let's see.
0: Blue green waters of Claytor Lake to the hiking trails of the just NRV.
1: Just no way to avoid it. No okay. Is so is So where's this music here from in the in the 80s and 90s? It's even done today. Where does this song come from? What's Border are Arena? House, I know you like sports. What, what's Border Arena is that used at? Chicago Bulls, man. Come on. Bulls, well, yeah.
0: Man, it's been a long time since I followed the Bulls. He's All right, not, so
1: this. <laughs> He's not wearing any Chicago outfit. Here's the song right stuff. here. Oh. Man, I
0: hate them. That's t- close. That's close, yeah. It's a hairband.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. No doubt it's a hairband.
0: Yeah. That's a tough. It, wasn't the video sort of like Listen, let's turn it up a little bit.
1: See if you can hear the voices. Warren. yes exactly right <laughs> nice hot dang hot, yeah. nice yeah. i went and saw them in oh. concert over the summer yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah that's it nice good job i yeah. wouldn't i wouldn't have gotten that yeah that's a good even pull.
0: after knowing that it was worn, i wouldn't have gotten yeah that. no that's a good pull
1: right there but <laughs> yeah so when we talk about you know losing hearing and stuff if you listen to that stuff in your smaller vehicle as a young man playing loud that's that's how you lose your hearing
0: that and uh using grinders
1: uh drills yeah i well, mean you're not supposed to shot backs mm, you know okay. slamming doors hoods stuff yeah. like that mechanical equipment yeah well, welcome everybody good morning this is keith welton's and that's mark Captain. this is one of our last shows for the year we hope everyone has had a great year i know mark that we talk about this all the time how blessed we are to uh, not only live here and get to meet so many new people but also to work together so i'll make sure that i Say it at least one more time. Yeah, I've really enjoyed our year. Uh, For people who have listened in the past, you kind of know what's coming. Our first segment, we have a beer segment, and we do a little bit of ball over beer also. And then in our second and segments beyond, we start to have a guest and bring in some additional conversation. If there's any shows that you've missed, have no fear. Just go to amhodgepodge.com, go to Spotify, iTunes, and we do have a Facebook page that we periodically post articles and pictures. So with that being said, I did tell you that I was going to have a ball over beer. So whenever you're ready for that, you just need to let me know. We don't need to do it yet, but whenever we're ready. Uh, I can count on you for that. Yeah, today. and I have our guest. He had to do some mathematical. He's got a really cool phone. It's hard. To, you know, when you're
0: talking billions, it's really hard to do calculus. Yeah, calculator so he's got it
1: understand. on his big his double. F- is that one of the new Nokias or is that, uh, is that an Apple? Samsung. Samsung. With, uh, Flip? Z Fold. Z Fold. That's, so cool. Is that a phone? yeah yeah wow. yeah
0: do you actually hold it up to your face yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. it holds over and you can okay. do the uh yeah that's phone cool it phone yeah it's yeah. almost like a tab one.
1: yeah that is cool it is really cool note to self <laughs> hey uh so with that being said i did bring a beer yes. and i brought the pbr um here towards the end of the year yeah that it is widely considered a celebratory beer not as so much as... No, I did not know that. Yes. Now, not so much as a uh, high life, obviously, being the champagne of beers and putting it in the bottle and, and the, the celebratory theme on that. But between uh, placement on ugly sweaters and the uh, Christmas push for this product, uh, which is one of the earlier beers that really, really, really pushed... Uh, for um, that seasonal uh, mind frame or time frame, I wanted to, to be able to have it. I thought it was interesting. Our guest said, "You know, it's it like they're all so bitter, and this is one of the least."
0: Yeah, this is actually sweet.
1: Yeah, a little bit. Mm-hmm. I agree with that.
0: It's, it's uh, when you're. It's got that it has sort of a sweet aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Bready. Yes. Which leads me into my first story. Giddy up. Go. All right. So this is a young 23-year-old woman okay. who uh, went to college in Hong Kong. Okay. And uh, when she started college, she recognized that um, the kids were drinking beer. They were kind of enjoying that. And so she thought, well, it'd be maybe I'd be the cool kid if I hadn't learned how to make beer. And... Somehow she ended up uh, making beer from unused bread. Okay. And she's turned this into a six-figure income in Hong Kong. Wow. So uh, what her and her friends, there's two other partners, uh, have done is that they approach— bakeries uh you know like uh, coffee shops that might have bread stores that have bread any kind of restaurant that has bread and they've they've recognized that they there's a ton of waste Mm. and so they pick this bread up for free and then they use it to brew beer now the the what was really shocking to me really so i thought well okay you know you can throw bread into your own brewing equipment mm-hmm. and suffer the consequences because it sounds kind of messy. This is Hong Kong. Okay. It sounds kind of messy. Um, but they actually contract out the brewing process. Okay. So they bring the bread to a brewer and contract it out. And they Well, that's
1: have, always the easiest way to get something done is just get someone just, else to do it.
0: <laughs> that's right. Mm-hmm. Clean the the, the equipment and, and all of it. Yeah. Um. Uh but they are they're making about six thousand uh gallons of beer a year, I think. Oh, okay. It's not a not a ton, mm-hmm. but uh a decent amount and they're and they're generating six figure income. Like twenty barrels that. of beer or something like that, a yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh they do it basically on demand. So uh they're not it's not a constant brewing process. Mm-hmm. And then any of the bread that they have
1: left over they they I'm assuming it's that. just one line of beer. They don't have five I mean, different beers.
0: They have three different beers. Okay,
1: so you had to be very low. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, one's a pilsner. I think another one's is a, 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 a pale ale, and then they've got a hibiscus sour. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's something like how. how first of all, to find an article like that, I mean, that's that's like a fifteen thousand dollar a year uh sales. I mean, it's very low. So you're talking about twelve hundred, thirteen hundred dollars a month on something like that. It's very got to be low.
0: Well, let me let me look here. So it's.
1: Uh... I mean, if I want to push it, I could maybe say fifteen to eighteen hundred, but still
0: six thousand liters of beer mm-hmm. six times a year. Okay. Six times a year. Okay. Enough to make a hundred grand.
1: Okay. Well, then that would be the difference. Yeah. So if it was six, so my t- my number of you know twelve hundred are 1,500 times six, now all of a sudden you get to 7,800 to 9,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you get there. Okay. They, they've estimated... You, you that, gave me the wrong input. Yeah, I did.
0: I did. And then you helped me find out that I did that. That's correct. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, every year, each person in Hong Kong is estimated to waste about 156 pounds of food. That sounds about right for, yeah. for people.
1: And bread is actually one of the uh ingredients that people tend to waste the most because it's either the outside of food so it's outside of a hamburger or, or a sub or whatever it may be or people don't like the heels of bread and then you have other places that will pull out the inside of the bread and then also bread tends to be left outside in your kitchen or your cooking area and it tends to it goes mold bad fast. Yeah. Correct. So all of those processes I do know that bread is I believe, the most wasted or discarded food item.
0: Yeah. I can count. I, I can say for my own family, it's pretty hard to get through a whole loaf of bread before yeah. something goes wrong. Yeah, there. unless you
1: buy a smaller smaller version of that bread. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do absolutely. Do they make smaller versions of it. Yeah, them? they make small things of bread. They usually have raisins in them, but.
0: <laughs> Why don't they make cheese the same shape as the loaf? <laughs>
1: You talking about the same number of slices?
0: No, I mean, have you ever found a you mean slice so of cheese, cheese is, that matches the shape of your bread? It's either too small or too yeah. big. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Or it's square and mm-hmm. the bread sort of has that round top. Wouldn't I mean it? Wouldn't be that hard to make a piece of cheese that looks exactly like bread?
1: Apparently, it's difficult. Apparently, that was a good one, Mark. Mark, you uh, I just really giddy up system. right off the bat. Yeah, and by the I way, know. it tends to show that my hands haven't touched the. I'm so cold today; my hands are still in my pockets. I haven't touched <laughs> a thing. And the noise t- tend to generate from your end. All right, what you think it's my fault now? I know. You're it better than is. me? Yeah, it is. One hundred percent. over me. All right, we're ball over bear. All right, so we have a guest here, and guest, we're going to get you to throw a few numbers here, Mark. Yeah. Earlier in the week, you asked a terrific question. And I do don't have that answer, okay. But it got me to think about a different one. So, uh, Johan Otani, or I believe I say his name correct, but the the pitcher, baseball player, daily highest
0: paid m- athlete in the
1: world. Uh, and if, yeah, I don't know if he's. I don't think he's the world. I think he's in Major League Baseball.
0: I'm going with world. No way, because
1: there's guys that make a billion dollars in soccer to play in Saudi Arabia. Wow, yeah, that's silly money. In fact, I was just looking, you see, you're going to make me go over the listens. I was going, I was seeing on the television, the Saudi Arabia team sponsor team is potentially not going to make the European or whatever, but there's like Europe and then there's this other, but they pay all these high priced players and they, they tend to cowboy themselves at the end where they have the highest paid program. And then they can't seem to be able to, to make it. You familiar with that?
0: Uh, a little bit, not, yeah. Not that I didn't follow that quite so much.
1: The cowboy the baseball part. stuff, though. The cowboy part I'm talking about, where they have a high-priced team and they can't seem to get, you know, to the that, finals. That,
0: oh, that's, it's that's what you reference year. was. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: It's, this year, it's, it, this year has happened, but and you I know, agree we with found
0: that. I mean, that's been the case for decades. I mean, the people put together these dream teams super teams with, with high-paid players, and Correct. they find out that the team just doesn't jive. And yeah, it's got to be. Can't win championships. There's got to
1: be a bigger purpose than the money. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, what When you can find that drive that gets them there, you're there. Okay, so here's the deal. The question that I tried to seek out was, based off of Otani's new contract, what is, it's a $700 million, 10-year yeah. deal, $70 million a year. Okay, uh, what the average Major League Baseball team was valued at. Okay. The average major league, ba- yeah, is two point four billion dollars. This was as of September of this year. Mm-hmm. Two point four billion. So if I do my math at seven D million, it doesn't even a year. It yeah. doesn't touch close to that annualized value. Right. So I was like, okay, well maybe that's still not overpaid. So then I said, I'm going to look one further. I want to see how much each team was able to bring in. In revenue. So there was twenty-four teams in Major League Baseball, and there are eleven billion dollars or there was eleven billion dollars in revenues last year. So eleven billion divided by twenty-four is how much?
0: Four hundred and fifty-eight million. Four
1: hundred and fifty-eight million. So of the revenue generated the 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 average franchise if they pay one person 70 million you now take the 70 million that's about 15%. Yeah. It's about 15% of total revenue is going to one person. Yeah. So I tried to determine quicker one additional well how can this league justify or someone paying such a, a heavy price on it and I found it. Okay. So this was a, the record breaking year in revenues. And it was because of one thing, and this is the reconnectivity to soccer. So, like, let's say you're playing for Manchester United mm-hmm. or whatever it may be, okay? The, the jersey used to say Manchester United on the front. Right. But now it will say what? Any guesses? I'm going to
0: guess... Carlsberg or Carlsberg United yeah, Arab yeah.
1: Emirates yeah. Uh, UAE right or Air whoever your sponsor you, you got, got it sponsors. Saudi Air or something like that so that everyone knows it's the team colors and stuff so in football and in basketball the last couple of years but particularly football this year you will see um, or in baseball you'll see a shirt the jersey that they'll be wearing and then you'll see a patch and mm-hmm. the patch mm-hmm. is on the camera side. of of which the pitcher is gonna be throwing. So on their their sleeve, it might say Phillips 76, right. or it might say BPE or whomever it is. That patch this year generated 8% more revenue per team. Wow. So if you take that 400 and some million dollars in revenue, 32 million of it was from the patch alone. Do you see my point? Yeah. So when they pay up seventy million, which is a huge contract, it's a massive contract. You can see where, if two years ago they were paying you thirty-two million, the patch alone can generate the additional thirty-eight million to get you the player that you need.
0: Yeah, and it makes sense. And so that's the got, average. So, so the more prevalent your Correct. position on the team, the more often. The cameras on you, the more valuable you are,
1: and the more valuable the patch becomes. Yeah. So now you're you can generate more. So, the point being behind that is, seventy million is an investment, and the return on the investment potentially is going to be more significant because if it was thirty two million in one year, now you're paying seventy. They can probably find the other thirty eight million. With just product placement on your best player,
0: right. right? But you've got to hope to stay just above five hundred.
1: Absolutely, right? absolutely. Yeah. All
0: that money just to stay above five hundred. Yeah, and, and and Keith, to your point, he's not even playing this year.
1: No, not not pitching. Right. He's going to play. He's going to play, but, he, but, he, he's yeah, but he's not yeah, but he's not going to play both positions. So they're paying him twice as much, and he's only going to have to do half the work. But he is he is an uh, an incredible athlete. Plus, he has worldwide appeal particularly in the Asian market because he is such uh, uh, an incredible uh, athlete. So yeah. who knows how they'll mine all that. I did find it interesting that he he basically just went across the street. He went from the uh, from Anaheim to Los Angeles. Uh, that's it. He's still in the same right, he kept his same kind s- zip code. Still same in Los Angeles exactly. Yeah. Right. All right, With well, that being said, we'll go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll bring in our guest. You're listening to
0: AM Hodge.